you know, at the end of that video, it talked about how Jesus, he came to meet a, a need that we desperately all have. All mankind has this desperate need of forgiveness that Jesus came to address. He came to meet that need. Um, have you ever really blown it? Like you've really, you've messed up big time and you've been caught red-handed and now you know you deserve the punishment or you're awaiting the punishment. Um, we've, all, we've all been there, whether it's as little kids or, you know, big kids or adults. Uh, you know, we make mistakes and we recognize that we need help. Um, Christmas season, for me, always brings up a memory that I had. The memory was I got nailed for speeding in Virginia about eight years ago, and I got cited for reckless driving. I was trying to pass a semi, and um, my wife, um, we had no kids at the time, and uh, she, she said, before she went to sleep, she said, okay, I'm going to sleep. Don't get a ticket. And, and I said, okay, honey, no problem, you know. And, uh, and so I'm in the slow lane because I'm, I'm really, I'm in a rental car, you know. I'm driving down the road in a red rental car, and, and um, I come up to a semi, and he's just going really slow, so I've I got to pass him eventually. So I pass him, and in order to pass him, I've got to kind of punch it. And as I'm doing that, I look to the left as I'm beside the semi, and there's a, there's a state trooper kind of tucked between the bushes of the trees in Virginia, and, uh, you know, he lit me up. <laughs> and, uh, and so we're pulling over, and she's still sleeping. Uh, and I, honey, we're getting pulled over. <laughs> and what? You know, and no, actually it wasn't that bad. But it was just, for us, at that point, we could not afford a ticket. And I think it was going to spoil our Christmas because we were heading down to uh, Williamsburg. We had enough money to get into Williamsburg, which is a colonial site there in, in um, Virginia. And, and here I, I've, I've just blown it. And, and I've been caught. And I knew I was going fast. I didn't know how fast. So the state trooper pulls up to my vehicle, you know, and I'm, I'm shaking and everything. And, and we're both frustrated just because oh, we, didn't, we didn't have the money for this. And I rolled down my window, and he, he asked for my, you know, license and all that. And I said, well, I'm, uh, you know, I take it out, and he, I'm from California. And, you know, that was already bad right there. And then I'm in a rental car, and, you know. And he said, son, do you know, do you know how, with real southern, you know, drawl, you know how fast you were going? And, and I said, yeah, I, I don't really know, maybe 65. No, you were like 87. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then he says, you know what? He said, I don't know what they do in the state of California, but here in the great state of Virginia, we enforce the speed limit. <laughs> and, I, and I thought, okay, well, I'm nailed, you know. So he goes back to confer with someone else and he makes us wait for like half an hour, and, and you know the whole time I'm just <sighs> feeling stupid, you know, for ruining this day, and and um, comes back with a, a fat ticket, and he basically said, you know, I'm citing you for reckless driving because you're going more than 20 over the speed limit, which was 55, and I'm like, oh, you know, that sounds bad, and he says, you know, that that's going to be uh, you know up to $1,500 maximum or possibly a year in jail, <laughs> and I'm like, a year in jail? <laughs> I'm speeding, but, you know, and, uh, you know, we were both, you know, well, he was jerking my chain, you know, and uh, I call and later find out what the ticket is. This really ruined our holiday, I think, because, you know, we were, we were trying to have fun, but we knew we were going to have this fat ticket waiting for us when we got back home, 
And we got back to Erica's grandparents' house in D.C., and we called the courthouse to find out, what is this going to cost? And, they, and the lady said, oh, it's... I said, am I going to have to go to jail? And they, no, no, she says, it's, it's like $160. And um, her grandfather walks up to me with a check, writes a check for the full amount, and it just says, you know, here you go. Merry Christmas. You know, that, that was one of many times where I've experienced grace in my life. It, when I did something wrong, I knew I blew it, I was caught, and, and I deserved to pay the price, and someone else stepped in and paid the price for me. And um, we all still need that, don't we? We need, because we all mess up, every single one of us, no matter how old you are, if you're 8, if you're 2, if you're 10, if you're 18, if you're 88, and all the way in between, you know, we, we still make mistakes, we get caught, we know, we, know, we know we've blown past some boundaries at times, and we know we deserve punishment. Um, you know, we still need grace in our life. That is why Jesus came. God sent Jesus because we could not pay the penalty for our own sin. We couldn't pay the penalty for our own rebellion and doing life independent from God. And so Jesus came to, to pay that for us so that we wouldn't have to pay the full penalty of our sin, which is separation from God from all eternity. And what we do in Christmas is we remember His birth. We remember the fact that He came. So I want to read just a brief portion of the Scripture, show you a few pictures, and then we're going to sing some more songs. So in Matthew 1, this is the story of the birth of Jesus. It says, This is how the birth of Jesus came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they had come together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. And because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. This kind of situation in those times, she, she, would not have, she wouldn't have lived. And he knew she would have been shamed, humiliated, and, and, and in real physical danger. And so Joseph had a plan to just dismiss her quietly. But then it says in verse 20, But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. And he said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. So Joseph was instructed to, to, to go through with this, to have, um, you know, and the, the story goes on that they travel to Bethlehem together. She gives birth to a baby. They name him Jesus, which in Hebrew, the word is Yeshua, which means the Lord saves. That's why this verse at the end it says, name him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Jesus is God's gift for our problem. We all have a problem. We've all decided to live life independent from God. Take a look at this slide. It kind of shows this gap and this, this, this chasm between us and God. And you see we're over here on, on this far side this is all people. We're all sinful. We all do things that are wrong. And because of our wrong, we're separated from God for eternity. The Scripture is very clear about that. God is across the way in a sense. Because He's holy, He's perfect, there's no sin, he, we can't have a relationship with Him. Our sin breaks our relationship with Him. And so we can do all we can, we think, to try to bridge that gap. So we try good works. We try to do a lot of good things. We try to be nice to people. We try religion. You know, we try different forms of religion, maybe even the Christian religion, but we try to do the good things. We try philosophy, we look for answers in morality, but all of those things on our own efforts 
fall way short and don't allow us to connect with God. So what God did is He had grace. Just like Erica's grandfather had grace on me, and He said, let me pay this ticket. God had grace, which is kindness. It's undeserved kindness or favor. And He sent us the perfect gift to deal with all of our greatest need. John 3.16 says this, says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. That is the gift that we celebrate this Christmas. And if you look at this next slide, it shows how God sent His Son Jesus. He's provided the only way He sent Jesus. Jesus' death paid that penalty because all of us owe because of our rebellion. And somebody had to pay that penalty for God, for God, for that debt to be satisfied so we could have a restored relationship with God. And so Jesus' death on the cross, He was the perfect sacrifice He's God Himself. He lived a perfect life. He never did anything wrong. All of us can say just the opposite. We've all done a lot wrong. But Jesus is the only one who can say it. He did nothing wrong. And because He did nothing wrong, He was the only perfect sacrifice for the sin of the entire world. For people that lived back then 2,000 years ago, for people that live now, for people that will live in the future, Jesus is the perfect sacrifice. But each of us must make a choice Ephesians 2, 8, and 9 says this. It says, For it is by grace. Again, there's that word. Un- unmerited or undeserved favor. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. You see, we, none of us, none of us could ever do enough good in our lives to satisfy the debt of our own sin. None of us earned or deserved God to send Jesus, but out of His great kindness and mercy, He reached out to humanity through Himself, sending His Son, sacrificing Himself. And but the Scripture says this is a gift. Salvation or a relationship with God, it is a gift of God. Not by works, the Scripture is very clear. It's nothing that we did, but it's truly a gift. We can't boast about it. We can't brag about it. But God offers it to us. If I were to give you this candy cane and say, here, you know, you know, it's a good candy cane. Trust me, it's got peppermint. You know, it's going to taste good. You know, here you go. I'm offering this to you as a gift. Is it yours? It's not really yours until what? Yeah, until you reach out and take it. That's the same way with a relationship with Christ. In order to receive grace, you have to accept Christ into your life. You have to say, God, I want you to come into my life in the person of Jesus Christ. I I, I receive your forgiveness. I thank you for what you've done through Jesus, sending yourself to die for me. I receive your forgiveness, and I want to yield my life, or I want to give you control of my life. But we actually have to reach out to God and respond in response to what He's done. And, And I'm sure many of you have done that here. Many of you have made that decision at some point in your life. But I'm sure there's also some here that have never done that. And so I, I want to encourage you that to, to consider this next question. Where are you? Are you still hanging out on the far side, far from God, separated from Him? The cross is there. God has made us, given us a way to respond through the cross. But have you, have you, have you yielded your life to Him? Have you responded to His offer of grace? I would encourage you this Christmas season to respond to what Christmas is truly all about which is Jesus Christ and and this free gift 
of love for us. We're, our ushers are going to be coming around right now, and they're going to be giving... I'm not just tempting you with candy canes. You're not going to have to fight over this one. So um, ushers, go ahead and come on down, and they're going to be distributing candy canes. And I want to encourage you to take one. <laughs> and uh, by taking this, you're not committing to anything. But um, I am giving this to you freely with no strings attached. <laughs> uh, we wanted to just... This is our way of saying Merry Christmas to all of you. And thank you for coming to celebrate the birth of Jesus with us at at OCC. And after we finish, I want to pray a prayer. And um, I'd like to encourage you, if you've never responded to God's grace, um, maybe maybe you'd pray that along with me. I'm going to let the candy canes float their way around. You ever seen a candy cane made? Yeah, it's awesome. You know that when they make candy canes, they they take these big, you know, flexible hot stripes of goodness and and they weave them together and but they're giant, you know, they're they're, they're big and they stretch them. So they twist them together and then they start stretching and pulling and and rolling and stretching and pulling and rolling and um and out of these, you know, massive things come hundreds and hundreds of candy canes. And so um, there's a place in Ontario, if you're ever interested, I can tell you all about it. So, well, we got this infomercial on candy canes. <laughs> Feel free to dig into the candy cane if you like, too. Unless your parent says no, then feel free to hang on. <laughs> On the little welcome card that you received when you came in, um, that little that little handout where, where we asked you to put your name, the connection card. Um, if if you've never come to the point where you've decided to make Jesus the boss of your life, and you're and you're really not sure you're ready to do that yet, um, but you'd like to learn what that all means, um, I'd love to give you some more information about that, and so um, so you can read that at your own in your own place at your own pace without any pressure from any of us. Um, so if you would. If you're interested in learning what it means to have a relationship with Jesus Christ, how do I begin? How do I, how do I walk across that bridge and connect with God and know that, that my sins are forgiven, that, that my life is, is new in Him? How do I do that? Check the box that's on your welcome card. And then in just a few moments after we take our offering or during our offering, place that white card inside the offering and then we'll make sure we get information to you. We can share more with you in person if you'd like that. So let's pray together and then the band's going to come up and lead us in a few more songs.